Let's do this. Oh, are you so excited to chat about episode 18? I am so excited. I just wish we were together when I watched it this morning. Same. I as well wished that. But don't worry, next week is a good one too. So we'll be together for that. (laughs) Anyway, welcome back to another episode of We Are Liars, a Pretty Little Liars podcast. I'm Liz. And I'm Michelle. And we are discussing the badass seed episode 18 of season one original air date february 21st 2011 written by oliver goldstick and francesca rollins and directed by paul lazarus as tensions rise the girls ponder the true nature of evil Arya views the school play as an opportunity to get close to ezra but will her plan backfire will it did it i don't know <laughs> it seems to be especially backfired when she said Ezra and not Mr. Fitz and the eyes were just like Mona was like "Mm, mm -hmm." all of them yeah her friends were like what like what just happened yeah yeah so Mr. Fitz he's putting on a school production of the bad seed as I teased last week and Hannah and Spencer are the ones who want to audition Aria and Emily don't really seem to be in it that much and then What's funny is the girls complain about how they don't get to see Ezra and Arya in a relationship in front of them, basically, which I'm like, hello, it's they have to keep it private. They wish they could see them like together. This is really like, it'd be weird. cool to see you together. Like, I don't know, like as much as I love you and I want you to be happy. Do I need to like see you an aunt? being lovey-dovey like I don't know or just like in the same room I don't know like obviously I love to do so and I wish my friends to be happy and I guess that's the point but I just thought this was weird no this was really weird I didn't understand the thought process behind it and and then I was thinking like trying to remember when I was a teenager did I want to see my friends in their relationships no but I also was a different breed yeah. So then I always thought of my sister, like, would Sam want to do something like this? Would Liz want to do something like this? Yeah. I don't know. Uh, in addition to that, Jenna comes in to ask Mr. Fitz if she can compose some music for the play with her flute. And he's like, yeah, okay, great. This seems like a good idea. And then she tells him that she loves the play's theme of evil and it's fascinating to her. And of course, the girls are just always on edge when Jenna's around. They're like, what is she doing? Yeah. And the fact that she's like, I just find it so inspiring. (laughs) And he's like, I'm sorry. The theme is about a psycho eight-year-old. So (laughs) I I never watched the movie. Didn't I don't really know anything about this. Same. I don't either. I don't either. All right. So Spencer... Speaking of being on edge, she is always on edge because now Melissa and Ian are home from Philly and Ian is unpacking but packing his things that he believes are basically only sentimental to like his mom because now the baby is coming and he needs to make some space. And as we know, Spencer is extremely uncomfortable when Ian is around. Who can blame her? And he notices this. 
So he asks her to hold down a box that he can tape up, even though he was boxing up things, it seemed he could do it himself. Yeah, this was really weird and uncomfortable. Like she just woke up. She comes down for coffee and he's like, can you hold down this flap? And he and then he doesn't he say something along the lines of like, you you need to stop being so creeped out by me. Like, yeah, not going anywhere. Ew. He's but she can't. She can't get past it. Of course. Ew. Yeah. So he 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 notices that she's afraid of him, and he says that I can't believe that you would think that I had something to do with Allison's murder. He tells her though that he is not surprised that she ended up the way she did because she was a stalker that took no for an answer, and he states their relationship could be summed up in two words: get lost which I thought was the most random two words you could have ever summed up this explanation. (laughs) Yeah. But also when he said that I could, not that I want to side with Ian, I can see how she could have kind of that stalkerish Mm -hmm. tendency. Not that she should have gotten murdered from it. I'm not saying that, but I don't know. It kind of makes sense to me. Right. So Spencer takes this in the next day at school Ian gives Jenna a bag that we had seen at the Hastings before, and they are wondering what could possibly be inside this bag. And then later at play rehearsal, Ian comes in by mistake. It was so random. And this is weird because this is the first time that you see Ezra and Ian have an interaction. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm almost like, not that they're the same, but they're around the same age. And I feel like, they're both big players in the show and it's just strange that we haven't seen them interact. But then again, Ian's a coach. So why would he be, you know, where Ezra necessarily would be? But uh, yeah, so Ezra's like, can I help you? And he's like, oh, sorry, you know, wrong room. And this triggers the girls. They're like, oh, I can't believe we ever had crushes on him. We used to think he was so cute. And this has triggers a memory we see a flashback of a college party which was it seems like it was ian's frat yeah yeah that's what i thought yeah and so i actually i went on the wiki page and i wanted to just get some more information about timelines of things and like they have like literally timeline for everything they're like ian was born then he dated like like the things like every is it date, accurate everything. though is it, it accurate? seems to be okay so the wiki page said that this party was july or august of 2009 so this is after the jenna thing this is assuming to be after spencer and ian had had their kiss and so it seems like Allie was heading to this party to spy on ian to make sure that he's not also hooking up with other girls that are roughly her age. Okay, yeah. <laughs> so in the flashback, the girls get fake IDs from Allie. Of course, she gets some fake IDs, and she's ditching them. She states that she has to go act her new age and that everyone should mingle, and they see Ian with a girl who is not Melissa because at this point he is still with Melissa, mm-hmm. and this one girl seems to be pretty drunk. He's walking with her, and then... Another scene is this girl has fallen down the stairs. She's still breathing, but it looks like someone could have potentially pushed her. 
And now the girls are thinking, well, maybe this was Ian. They never put it together until now. Yeah. I mean, why would you? Right. There's no reason to. Plus, I think it was also just Emily who had seen Ian on the top of the stairs. So she's the only one that clocked it. And at the time, she felt like it wasn't necessary to say anything because she didn't think anything of it. So later that day, we have a Toby and Spencer scene where they talk about Ian and Jenna and the bag and how this is weird. And Spencer's really pressuring Toby to see what they can what's in Jenna's phone, who she's been in contact with. And she's like, please just take it. I know, you know, it might be a risk, but we need to figure out who she's been talking to. So he's so hesitant. And he said that they're not really speaking at this point. And Jenna always seems to know when Toby touches her shit, but ultimately he agrees to do it anyway. And so after he does he's just like so on edge and he keeps I mean wouldn't you absolutely oh you know and and Spencer's like Spencer's very focused she's like I I get it but like we need to give this phone to Kayla because he needs to crack the code and so of course Caleb can't crack the code (laughs) he's also (laughs) like like, um this is like from 2020 which made me oh I know that was weird yeah yeah the technology oh my god So they give the phone to Caleb, of course, he can't fix it. But we do have another scene where Spencer and Toby are talking and Toby says that he never snooped. This is he reiterates this again. We've heard this before, but he says that I didn't snoop. And of course, now the whole whole town is blaming me, thinking that I did something to Allie. And Spencer says, yeah, I know I was one of those people, but I'm not proud of that and I definitely don't believe that anymore and at that point she does like grab his hand to like comfort him mm-hmm. cute cute mm-hmm. cute that was cute so after the play rehearsal is over the girls are basically like the only four left in the uh it looks I don't know if this is like a classroom it looks like some sort of classroom And they have the trunk that's one of the props. And I guess Spencer was going to put one of the props that she was wearing in the trunk. And in there is a trophy. And the trophy has dried blood on it. And it says Ian Thomas and that he won this golf tournament. And she's like, oh, my God, we need to take this to the police. So they go and they turn it in. And at this point, they feel like so much better. They feel like they got some closure and that Allie is worried murder weapon is now been discovered so they can move on a little bit but then the police come to the school the next day and they blame the girls for staging this and submitting fake evidence like it was rat blood it was rat blood this trophy what this event had never even happened it's like all completely fake it's not even like this is just rat blood it's like ian would couldn't have been at this event because this event never happened this weekend like it's like the whole thing was fabricated i don't think i caught that yeah the the police say that this is not because spencer had said it this was the weekend that ian went and saw Allie at hilton head this must be a trophy from that he's she's looked at it she said this is the weekend i i remember i caught that. yeah and so the police said there was no tournament during that weekend and they, I guess, you know, had put the blood evidence through and that came up as being a rat's blood. <laughs> yes. Yes. I caught that. Yeah. 
And so the cops take the girls down to the station. They're like, you guys got to come with us because there's something not right here. And at that point, they get a text from A who basically states like, haha, I set this all up. Yeah. And then Arya says, you know what? Maybe it wasn't Ian who pushed her down the stairs. Maybe it was Allie. Because now the more that they're thinking about it the more they're realizing how jealous of a person and how manipulative she was. And it is very well possible. And they also think maybe Jenna was another one of Ian's friends, if you will. And Allie was jealous of that relationship. And that's why she threw the stink bomb. I mean, like this to me, all like makes sense. More so than some of the other conclusions they were coming up with right it does it it seems pretty clear it does and again Ian's still sketchy I still think he had things he was involved with her but I want to watch I wish they showed us the footage of her again with him they will yeah it comes up it comes up a lot okay (laughs) we see this a lot yeah and if they don't and I'm mistaken we will show it to you again Uh, So over to Hannah, who her secret is like on its last limb here because Ashley still doesn't know, nor does she understand why they keep running out of food and things so quickly. And Hannah makes a lie about how she made mac and cheese and brownies for Caleb. And then she says, hey, can he stay in the guest room because he's got nowhere to go? And this way she can get a jump on A if A decides to come out and tell Ashley that Caleb's been staying in the basement. And so Ashley's like, I don't really think this is a good idea. You know, we need our privacy. I love how big of a heart you have, but I really don't trust Caleb. This is not going to work out. And so Ashley leaves and Caleb comes out after hearing this conversation about him. And he is going to go take his shower And then the next day, it seems like he's going to go take another shower. And this is when we have the scene that Alyssa's been waiting and waiting and waiting for. I like how you speak in third person there. Thank you. Um, Where Ashley has left for the day. Caleb thinks it's safe to take a shower. At this point, Hannah, I guess, is getting ready for school. And she forgets the mascara in the bathroom. So she heads into the bathroom to get the mascara. You know, he's already behind the curtain. So he's like, yeah, yeah, sure. Just come in real quick. And then Ashley makes an appearance and she's like, I forgot my phone in the bathroom. And you can see the phone is on the charger. And Hannah's like, shit. So what does she do? She jumps in the shower with him. Not my first move, but what what would have been your first move? I mean, I think Mike sent me an email how he would have just like, been like I'm in the sh- I'm getting in the shower, but so let me per- like just give you the phone. Like that's I'll be what in the I would have done. Just like yeah, just give the phone like through the door. Be- it doesn't matter that she wasn't in the shower yet. Like everyone starts the shower before you get in the shower. <laughs> exactly. Right. But then we wouldn't but, have had this. moment. But then we wouldn't have had this moment, this precious, delicious moment where Hannah jumps into the shower and Caleb's like, "Oh my God, what are you doing?" And she's in there until Ashley leaves. And then, you know, she's sneaking the peeks. And she likes yes. what she sees. Yes, she, she does. Mm-hmm. She does. She makes it obvious, too, that she's looking. Uh-huh. And he turns around. He's like, hello, you want to share a towel, too? Oh, my God. I love it. So 
I mean, this scene is ingrained in my brain. Also in this episode, we have him. I don't know if it happened already, but he, I think it, it was when we first see him in this episode, he comes up with a toothbrush in his mouth. Yeah. And last week we had Tim Riggins coming up with a toothbrush in his <laughs> mouth in the episode we watched because he wanted to use Becky's that's bathroom. That's so true. And that's the first thing I thought of. And I'm like, these two scenes are unrelated, but the fact that they happen the same week, my brain is just like my two crushes having toothbrushes in their mouths. They got it's, good debt. It's hygiene, just doing something right? for me and I'm really excited about it. <laughs> oh, it's doing something. The toothbrushes and the towels. Yes. We're here for it. Yes, yes. we are. Sketchy Tim Riggins. Oh my God. All right. So the whole rest of the day, Hannah is acting so awkward around Caleb because how could she not? I mean, she saw the dude naked naked. And then she admits to Mona that she's feeling awkward because she saw him naked. And she's also confused about her feelings. Like, I guess, you know, it's been progressively getting deeper and deeper. And then finally she sees him naked and she's like, I kind of always want to see him naked. So I don't really know how I'm feeling here. You know, your teenage hormones raging. So the whole day, Caleb is noticing that she's acting strange. He keeps wanting to help her with things, which I thought was so cute. He's like, do you need help with this? Do you need help with that? And she ignores him. And at the end of the night, Caleb is basically packed his bags. He's getting ready to leave because he feels like he wants to get out of out of Hannah's hair. And he doesn't really understand why she's acting this way. And so she admits it was really weird to see him like that. And then... From what I understand, this is how I read this conversation as he basically tells her it's okay if she doesn't want to show him hers. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And then she's like, but what if I want to show you mine? And like, this is like a flirty banter. And they it's it's cool if they throw down. I didn't really throw down thing was like lost on me. I didn't catch that part. I just thought like, like, oh, you don't you want to throw. You think you have to throw down too? I I, I interpret oh, it as like you have okay, to get okay, naked okay. too. Yeah, 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 yeah. The but terminology. Yeah. Got it. So they have this magical spinning kiss, and I was so happy. I have a lot to say. Yeah, let's do it. I have been waiting for a kiss. You know, right? I f- I did not like the way this kiss was portrayed. This spinning sequence of the camera to me felt very Azaria. Yeah, I didn't I didn't like that either. It was it felt so fairy tale to me and I didn't like it. Like I wanted this kiss to happen where not aggressively, but he like pins her up against mm. the fridge or mm. pins her up against the wall and like a leg goes up and we zoom out. Like yeah. This whole spinning situation, I'm like, "No, this is ruining it for me." <laughs> I very much agree it took me out of it as yeah. much as I love them no I know this was not my first kiss that I want to see on the show you know no not like the first big kiss that we want to see mm-hmm. maybe we'll get some more things but I'll be patient. I, I totally agree I did the spinning thing just completely diminished it for me yeah <sighs> Aria here we go I know <laughs> Every week we roll our eyes. Every week, every week. Oh, she's just, it's. She's just herself. Anyway, she's just Arya. So after the girls have this talk with Arya about how her and Ezra don't appear to be a couple in real life, which again, they can't be. 
Arya convinces Ezra to make her stage manager so that they can spend some time together in public and people wouldn't suspect anything. How much time could you be possibly spending with your teacher in public about this play? I know. She's like, we can get coffee with each other and it wouldn't mean anything. Like, no one would suspect. I'm like, yes, they would. Why would you get coffee outside of school with your teacher? Exactly. They would suspect. On school grounds, one thing. You don't need to take it out of school. Like weird. That was definitely something that I remember that math tutor, the math teacher that I had that I loved so much. Mm -hmm. He also tutored me. That was in school. We never went outside of school. He didn't come to my home. We didn't go meet at a little coffee shop. That was in school. Anything you do with your teacher is generally in school. Yep. So she had no justification there, but I get it. She's trying to make it happen. So at that point, too, as I mentioned last week, she tells Ezra or she lies to Ezra, basically telling him that her friends still have no clue about them, which is very much wrong. Very much a lie because they know a lot of things about the Cesaria pairing. Mm-hmm. They sure do. <laughs> so much that they can't see past it. They're asking to see them in public. They're at, They're watching, hoping that things are going to happen between them. And then she goes and, of course, slips and calls him Ezra in front of the whole play. And like people definitely noticed. This was not something that she could just kind of like brush under the rug. People definitely noticed this. Yeah. It was clear. Like the water just keeps building up. Like their head can't stay above for much longer (laughs) at this point. It's so true. Uh, Especially because then Byron comes over to school and he tells Ezra how wonderful he is and how he looks like he actually could really use a beer though. I don't understand this. this. Why is Byron so eager to hang out with Fitz? I don't get it. Right. I I guess he feels badly about the way he treated him, but I think he apologized. Like, just you can get over it now. Like, move on. There's no need to go out for a beer. This is really weird. This is really weird. It's very, very weird. You know, he's like buttering him up a little bit and they do go to a bar to have a beer. And at this point, Byron mentions how high school kids, while it's fun and all, they grow up, they move on. Maybe you should do that as well. Maybe possibly teach something at college. And then this way, while he's teaching, he has more free time to work on like his Ezra things, his writing, his personal stuff. So the next day, Arya apologizes for her slip up and they discuss how Byron wants to get Ezra a job at Hollis. And he thinks maybe it's a good idea because he doesn't really know if their futures are going to align and Arya's like, what do you mean? I picked that school in California because I thought that that's where you like to go and we can move there together. Oh, my God. She's such a child. <laughs> She's such a child. He's like, I don't think that's a realistic possibility. Or maybe it it, it is or it isn't. And, like, this whole conversation I was already so tired of. And then they butt heads at school because there was, like, misdirection about you know, schedule times or whatever. And I'm like, oh my God, this is so obnoxious. And so then at that point, after things are have cleared a little bit and everyone has left, she asked for five minutes. Which I thought that was bold of her to do that. You're not the teacher director or anything. I, I know. Like, wow. I who do you think you are? Thing. Who do you think you uh, are? Yeah. She's, she was a little pushy with that. Yeah. 
And then they talk about this issue again. And Arya's like, look, you know, we don't know what tomorrow brings. Nobody does. (laughs) So let's just be happy now and forget about later. Like Bandy did. Let's just be happy now. Ignore everything Mm -hmm. in the universe. Let's just be happy now. Mm -hmm. That's a very childish way to think. I mean, adults think this way too, right? You could definitely have those moments where you're like, let me just get through today. Let's get through this relationship this week. And then in the future, we'll figure it out. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Yeah. All right. So lastly, we have to include Emily in the rest of this because she basically didn't have much by herself in this episode. But now that Toby is free, she feels like she owes it to him to go talk to him and basically just clear the air. And he says that he knows that she wasn't the one who turned him in. It was Jenna. Which is crazy. Jenna's the one to keep him close. Yeah. And Emily's like, oh, shit, really? Yeah. (laughs) And so she's like, I really like to catch up. Like, do you want to go to breakfast tomorrow? I'll take you out. And at first he like is questioning this and she's like, oh, no, no, as friends. Um, I'm like, yes, platonic relationship here, please. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so it's time for their date and she shows up and Toby's nowhere to be found. Jenna's sitting out on the porch and she's like, oh, Emily, Toby went out to breakfast with Spencer. So how does it feel to be ditched? <laughs> like we're in the same boat. And Emily's like, not really, but, but OK. Yeah. And then the last thing with that is they show the make a point after they think they have found out the murder weapon that Emily's like uh, Spencer says to Emily Emily we need to tell Toby that that we found the trophy and Emily's like you tell him so I don't really know if this was just like we're showing her like basically not giving up that relationship but like it's okay, Spencer, if you want to hang out with him. If you like him, that's okay. That's like, how I do took you. it. Yeah, like right. it was a smile. Like, you know what? You do it because we don't have to say what we both know. Right. It seemed like we could have went into something else there where yeah. like Emily kept feeling like the third wheel or like Emily is mad that Toby ditched her. But she honestly, I think she just got over it, <laughs> which yeah, is I really mature. <laughs> it is. And I think she... No, like she doesn't like him like that. So she's not going to no. get in the way of her friend if her friend has feelings. Right. She can tell that Spencer keeps thinking about Toby, talking about Toby. Like it's clear that Spencer likes Toby. And right. Emily's like, all right, you do you. I'm here to support yeah. my two friends. Like this is great. Yeah. And then our last scene is A's lair with four rats all labeled as the girl's names but spencer's rat is missing you know i (laughs) want after i saw this little end bit do these actually matter or are they just like kind of the comical ending Mm -hmm. title screen what have you because after this one i'm like haha like mm -hmm." but like right do these really matter or are they just for fun? I can't tell you that because at this point, me watching it in 2011, we thought every little bit mattered, right? right. And so some I like some of it matters and some of it's just like, you know, ties up the campy episode. and coy and whatever, yeah, yeah, you know? Yeah. Okay. All right. Where this is like 
it makes sense that the rat is missing because there was rat rat blood on the trophy. And of course, A used Spencer mm-hmm. because A is very keen on that Spencer right now. Spencer is their main target at the moment. Yep. And this will change. You know, like everyone, yeah. like Hannah, it started with Hannah. Now Spencer is like really gung-ho about figuring out this whole A shit. So A is like, I'm going to blame everything on you, Spencer, and mess with you, Spencer. So a lot of times... There are clues. This, from my understanding, is not necessarily one of them. You know, there it could go either way. Right. That's what it feels like. Yeah. So sometimes it really does matter. And people, like, theories and things have come up from these little blurbs. But sometimes it doesn't at all. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So we didn't really have a message from A. But what I'm thinking is interesting is that last week, on March 4th, we got an email from A, which says, sorry, I lost my temper. My bad. What? And you know what I was thinking was, our episode didn't go out yet where you could hear us talking about the recent A stuff that we had found out. So that must have been you were in the live. Because the episode didn't go out yet. You know what <gasps> I mean? That's just my theory. So, it's Michael. <laughs> oh my gosh. Or it's one of our I mean, patrons there was, who I was watched say, there's the a, live. There was a bunch of patrons in there, so. It, it's one of our patrons. It's one of the patrons. It has to be because we didn't get an email this week. And I always get an email on the days that we record interesting interesting but we're going to just take a little break and we'll be back with your segments okay so this week's rosewood shop flavor is baskin robbins gold metal ribbon vanilla flavored and chocolate ice cream with caramel ribbon with the school play in production who's going to win the tony for best performance will it be emily's attempt to mend the friendship with toby How about Hannah's self-control of not looking down while in the shower with Caleb? Is there a category for best stage manager? How about worse? If so, Arya takes the cake for abusing a serious role in the theater just to spend time with her inappropriate boyfriend. Oral Spencer's detective skills win her the award. Hopefully her snooping around won't leave her in the same place as the rat. When will the liars learn that at the end of the day, it might be them holding the trophy, but it's always A who wins the gold medal. Are you worried you said the wrong thing at work? Worried you're spending too much time on your phone? You're not alone. And that means it's time to listen to Forgive Us. Every week, comedians Danica Tebow and Nathan Hare host an open space to spiral. You'll hear what they're worried about as well as dive into anxieties of hilarious guests. Subscribe to Forgive Us wherever you get your podcasts. All right, so we are going to go into some trivia. 
Oh, it says the book Spencer's reading in the bed is called Bloody Tantrums, Child Mysteries by Francesca Rollins. It is a made up book and the author is the writer of the episode. Oh, cool. The title of this episode was censored on television and they renamed it to The Bad Seed because it's the badass seed. Why call it that then if you know you, your audience like the network? Oh, my God. And Spencer was seen with pigtails. This is an homage to the Bad Seed movie since Rhoda wore pigtail braids throughout the movie. So I guess it is a movie. Yeah. All right. Let's get into some questions. Will says, which Mona Sang is the most cringeworthy? A, bad boy only showers once a year. (laughs) Two, Vendy. Three, throat coat. (laughs) Oh my god! You know what's funny I though? I think Vendi. Yeah, th- throat throat coat tea. I I actually Yogi Tea makes that. Yeah, they do. I love it. So I didn't even catch it as like a cringy line. I'm like, oh my god, that's like my favorite tea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I uh, that scene, her like demanding to Arya, I thought was very funny. Very funny. Yeah, she's good comedic relief. Yeah, but yeah, a Vendi, a vending machine, uh-huh, a Vendi. Vendi? Uh, Vic, were you part of a play in high school? I was not, but I was on stage crew. You're cool. Were you Aria? Yeah, but I wasn't the manager (laughs) and I wasn't sleeping with the teacher. The only play I did was in fifth grade. I was in the drama club. I did Mary Poppins and I did the clowns play. The clowns? Yeah, something about clowns. (laughs) Something about them. Were you ever in plays? I wasn't. I remember in fifth grade... Me really wanting to try out and be Sandy in Greece because oh they were gosh. doing Greece. Wow. Um, but I never did. No. You yeah. know, that's all. But I remember our production of it was pretty good. I mean, for fifth graders, like that was really good. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I felt like our Mary Poppins was really good. I was narrator number five. You go. Yeah. Narrator number five. Oh, yeah. So cool. <laughs> Please write in if you were a part of a play in high school or even elementary, middle school, whatever. Vic asks, uh, would you ask your mom if a friend could live in your house? Uh, This is such a, if it was one of my best friends, yes. If it was a boy who's sleeping in the basement, no. Hell no. And I already know the answer. Like, I don't blame Ashley for this. Absolutely not. Absolutely. Like, she was doing what's best kid? for her family. Right. She's like, this isn't appropriate. I don't really know him. No. You don't really know him. No, it's so inappropriate. Yeah. So I'd say if it was a boy, definitely not. My parents, I would never ask because no. I know the answer. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. uh, did you ever go to a college party while in high school? Mm. While I was in high school? No, uh, no, I don't think so. I don't think while I was in high school. No. I mean, obviously, when I was out of high school, I went to other people's college parties. Same. Right. Yeah. Not while I was in high school. Uh, To add to that, Mike says, did either of you have a fake ID? I didn't. I never did either because you and all my other friends were older that could buy us alcohol. I know. Once you get, (laughs) you just need one friend. And they will supply you the alcohol. And I had that one friend. And then I was that friend. So. Right. And we also just like never, not that we never, but we mostly stayed indoors when we partied. We didn't try and like go to clubs or bars because, you know, our friends could just do it at home. (laughs) Yeah. 
So, yeah, no, never had to have a fake ID, but, you know, one of my friends did. Really? She was younger. Her ID, it looked like her, but her name was like Ekaterini something, Mm -hmm. and we'll never forget it, because... And she was also like 26. Like Hannah's like, I'm 26. Allie's like, you're 21. Yeah, just bad <laughs> math. That was so funny. Yeah. That like you need so to know funny. how old you are. Yeah. Yeah. Good times. Um, To go back to Vic, she says, will Hannah tell Caleb about A now that they're getting close? I don't think so. Yeah. I, I just don't. Mm-mm. Too soon for that. Mike says, which play would you want to see? This one? The one they put on in Gossip Girl. Or special third choice, seeing Leah Michelle in Funny Girl. I'll see Funny Girl. I would see Funny Girl because it's a production that I know will be great. And also, Leah Michelle is incredibly talented. She is. And it's Broadway. So I will go on Broadway. Anything on on Broadway is great. This one, definitely not. I'm more inclined to watch the Gossip Girl one over this play. Right. Because at least that was comical because they were all like yelling at each other. Yeah, I don't I don't really want to see these kids perform. No, this doesn't look like it's going to be good. I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> Brett says, who do you think was the one that pushed the girl down the stairs? Was it Allie? Was it Ian? Was it both of them? It could have been both of them. It could have been them fighting. It could have been like. Like by accident. Like, yeah. Like Ian, like, hey, go away. Get out. Leave right now. Whatever his two words were. Get lost. Get lost. There you go. And her being like, and then her falling by accident. Right. That's what I think happened. Okay. Yeah. With the tag at the end, what do you think it means with Spencer's rap being missing? Is she the next to be targeted? Any thoughts on how A will go after her? I mean, I feel like she's already being targeted. The, The bracelets were purchased by a girl named Spencer. The whole shadow situation, like... I feel like she is personally the living target right now. Right. Yeah. Well, A is always up to their tricks. So we'll see Mm. if they do anything else with Spencer. Kate says, what's going on with Ian and Jenna? What was in the bag he gave her? Is there any significance to the bag itself? It appeared to have a store name on it. Yeah. It looked like it said Newfields or something or Newport. Yeah. Which is not like a real store right right yeah I don't know what that was about but the thing that threw me off about that is if it was something of I don't know having to deal with Allie's death or anything like that why would he give it to her in school right in the in the in middle of the like it doesn't make sense quad yeah right if he wanted to keep it private then he would have right. done it in private right do we go back to that we do okay yes We actually get more of the bag in next week's episode. Awesome. Okay. Which Caleb moment was more exciting? The shower or the kiss? I think we already know the answer to that. The shower. The shower. The shower. For sure. Oh my goodness. And like what, like I said, when I think of Pretty Little Liars, I think of certain scenes and I always think of this one. Always. So good. Because watching it, I'm like, that is so unrealistic and unnecessary, but also it's Caleb and also it makes me giddy. Mm-hmm. All the <laughs> so things. I'm so okay with it. Oh my God, it's so good. Okay, so shout out to Lisa who had sent me her thoughts on Pretty Little Liars in general. Lisa! And how she is just was not happy that we were going to do this podcast. 
but she'll stick around because it's us and she'll still send some of her thoughts on some of the bigger things that happen. But she says she really likes Caleb and obviously Azaria is the worst and she feels like Mike and Jillian are A. Thank you, Lisa. Thank you, Lisa. As Lisa's writing it, she's like, I'm She's a, on our side. <laughs> she's like, XOXO. A. <laughs> it's me. <laughs> uh, I feel like I have to mention Arya's tuxedo shirt. What the hell was that? It was so unattractive. Yeah. I, <laughs> she's so beautiful that her, sometimes it takes away. I didn't like that, especially with the red bra strap sticking out or red tank top. I don't know what that was. I did. No. I really did like Spencer's captain's jacket. Yes. That was really cute. Yeah. Yeah. I was really um, in this week's and I think next week's episode, I really do like some of Spencer's fashion choices. Yeah. My cringe scene was when Ian says two words get lost. That really. Yeah. My cringe season. Cringe season. He's a whole cringe, cringe season. He's a whole cringe season. Uh, my cringe <laughs> scene was he was like, hey, can you hold down this flap for me? Ew, flap. Just the word flap even is cringy. It's gross. It is. What was your favorite quote? Hey there, Hannah and her clana. <laughs> Mona had so many good lines in this episode. Yeah. Um, I have Caleb. What do you guys do on the weekends? Break old ladies' hips? <laughs> I mean, he had a bunch of great lines. So many good lines. I forgot how, how funny like they make his his jargon you know his banter he's just funny. so he's so quick and he's charming and he's witty and he's all of the things all of it all of it in a nutshell mm. Mm. who was your mvp my mvp is caleb <laughs> yay nice there's no real reason for it <laughs> <laughs> just because he was very sweet to Hannah in this episode and he continues to be sweet to her and the shower scene. So that's why. Well, that's a great choice. I chose Spencer. Great um, choice. I just, I'm, I'm digging her lately. I'm digging her like softer side with Toby. I'm just really enjoying all of her scenes where she's trying to figure out everything. I don't know. I just really she's intense, but I like but I like it. I like it, too. Yeah, we had uh, votes for Caleb as a couple, Hannah and Mona. Nice. What about a shittiest? Aria. Yeah, that was annoyed me across the board. Yeah, just annoying, childish. They just really need to get on the same page, and she's just not. She's not hitting it. She's not hitting the mark. No, she's just annoying. Like really annoying. Yeah, she's really annoying. Do we continue with this play? No. That's it? I don't think so. Yeah, I think it was just a device. Like a one and done? Yeah, I don't... It's not something that, like, continues. We definitely don't see it happen on stage. Yeah. That's weird. There's so much other shit that they have to do. No, I get that, that. but it's just (laughs) weird. It's just weird. Yeah. Okay. All right, so um, it's time for a little Betty of the Week. Ooh. You're a total Betty. You're a total Betty. This week is Jillian. 
one of the OGs who we love and adore. She was actually on this week's episode of Talking Texas Forever. If you haven't checked it out, you definitely should. She was a wonderful guest. And then we had all this fun banter about Perfect Match at the end. And it was just really great to speak with her. And always when we get to hear from her in the Discord, we just love and appreciate her. So thank you, Delonce. Thanks, Jillian. We love you. I was thinking... The trophy. Me too. As an emoji. Yeah. Okay, great. That's definitely. It was either the trophy or a rat. Oh, yeah. A rat. We could have done that. But I feel like trophy would just look so much better Mm -hmm. in an Apple podcast Mm -hmm, review. mm -hmm, mm -hmm, You mm -hmm, know, mm -hmm. if you get what I'm saying, get what I'm putting down. We are just asking that if you haven't already and you are liking this podcast and you've gotten to episode 17 and you're like, wow, I actually I've listened all the way through and I've 18. Oh, 18. Sorry. Episode 18. And you've listened all the way through and you're like, whoa, I'm actually, I'm binging this podcast. I'm liking this podcast. Just, you know, it would be nice and helpful for the show if you were to leave a rating and review on your Apple podcast app. Yeah, you could, you could just be like Caleb and be like, I'm ready to throw down. (laughs) Here's my, here's my trophy. Here it is. Yeah. Yeah. Or you know what? You could even just put the trophy emoji, tap the stars and you don't even have to write anything. That would be great. That would be awesome. Just like you're here for this podcast. We're getting a, your applause trophy. I mean, how easy is that? To literally drop easy. an emoji, five stars, submit. That's all you have to do. Super easy. Yeah. We don't have a review this week to read. We have no so. liar. Come on, guys. That is your homework for next week, please. Yeah. All right. Next week, we have a very special guest. I'm so excited. Ooh. We're going to have Brooke from... Even the rich and rich and, and daily, rich and daily. It is. It's happening. Yeah, she's a pretty little liars fan. Oh my god! And we want to chat with her about all of this goodness. So she's going to be on for next week's episode, which is episode nineteen, which is a chef's kiss. It's even better than this week's episode. Ooh. Okay. Okay. So I'm going to give you the title, and then I'll give you a secret. So the title is. A person of interest. My secret is that I've got a secret. I've got a secret. I've got a secret. Let's just say there's a lot of first happening next week. That's that's your secret? Yeah, I didn't I there's so much goodness that I couldn't just give you one thing. I wanted like for every girl, lots of firsts. Oh no, are we are we losing some virginities next week? You said that a couple of weeks ago that Azaria have not done the deed and that we will see them do the deed or like we'll allude to it because of setups. I did say So that. I'm thinking that's going to happen. <laughs> I'm thinking what are we we're calling them Haleb? Haleb, yeah. Hmm. It's Haleb, Spoby, and it's really Ezria. No. And then I yeah, no, there I, might be another one happening on the horizon, but I forget the name. <laughs> oh, with Paige? Paige, yeah. Paige and Emily? Paige, yeah, I forget the name. There might be one. Emily? Yeah, so I think Azar. I'm going to call them what we call them, but Azaria will, yeah. will go into the first of that. I think that Caleb is just maybe going to take it slow. I think it's going to like go fast and then be like, wait, 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 w
And I think actually Spobifer maybe will have like a cute handhold, like a, an actual handhold, not like I'm going with Spencer to the courthouse or whatever. Yes. Yeah, like kind of like a date-ish coffee date. And they'll be like, oh my God, are we on a date? Something like that. So I think that's okay. what we're going to get into. Love it. Great thoughts. Great thoughts. Thank you. I cannot wait to watch. I can't wait to see your faces. One, your faces, just your face, <laughs> your one face that you have. Yeah. <laughs> While we watch this episode, we're going to have our Discord chat. So if you're a patron, you won't want to miss this one. I promise you it's going to be fun. And then you get to ask more questions. So like, let's do this. Let's have this fun little Discord chat next week. If that's something that interests you, you can head over to our Patreon. The link is in the description as always and that's all I got like that's it overall this episode I hyped it up a little bit too much I think a little bit <laughs> I'm sorry a little bit and I sh- and I don't mean to do that for next week but I truly feel in my heart of hearts that you're really gonna enjoy next week until we get to next week <laughs> and you're like oh shit I hyped it up a little bit I'm sorry no oh, well the Caleb scenes were great they were great they were great the ca- yes and they will get, there'll be some good, there'll be good scenes overall next week. And I did say in the Discord chat, like I binged the, this episode, I'm sorry, the next two episodes. And they honestly, I found they're both to be very good. I'm sure they are. Like, you know, we're getting close to the end of yeah. the season. So they have to really either sum up things or answer like, you know, a, a few questions that are posed. And uh, I'm just, I'm glad. I'm really excited. When I responded to Lisa's email, I was like, girl, I hear you, but I'm actually really liking this show. (laughs) For now, (laughs) though. For now. For now. I know. But I also feel like my mindset is so different. Obviously, now watching it in 2023 at 33, almost 34 years old. And I'm like, I can literally dissect it and say, get, you know, have my therapy session with you, like talk about it. And I'm good. Like, I'm really in a happy place with this. Yeah, I mean, this, this, show. this show's fun. It's super, it's fun. super fun. And I'm here for it. So good yeah, things all yeah. around. Good things all around. Yes. Long ways to go. But we will be we'll be back next week for episode 19. So we'll see you then. Thank you so much for listening to We Are Liars, a Pretty Little Liars podcast. You can email us at weareliarspod at gmail.com. If you're interested in seeing what we do with this show and all of our others, head over to Instagram and search Total Betty Podcast Network. This has been a Total Betty Podcast, produced and edited by Alyssa Tenio and Michelle Rubenstein, music by Anthony Vacora.